This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? What's the haps? I'm I'm good. Yeah. Just uh hanging out, getting through February. And I wanna say, because I mean we're we're recording this on February 15th, right. day after Valentine's Day. But if you're a subscriber, this comes out on Dun, dun, dun. Yes. The worst day of the year. The worst day of the year. Your birthday. My birthday, February 21st. If you're a subscriber, you're listening a day early, Tuesday, yes. February 21st. It is, we're in the run up to birth. It's my birthday week, yes. as I call it. And yes. For, and for anyone who doesn't get the joke, we're going to quickly play you the uh, where the origins of this joke come right. from. This is from a recording in 2021 yes um that came out on february 21st um and we'll just we'll let it speak for itself yeah play it now uh let's let's go to it because it it puts a smile on my face every time i hear it (laughs) i love these sunday special episodes uh we really break it down right we do i love them and you know what it is i feel like it might be like the worst day right of the year it. what is it february 21st came in hot. Um, came in hot. why is like, that just because it's like middle of winter yeah nothing not ton going on no real like holidays that are soonish so you need <laughs> no this podcast hope. to get yeah, you through the right. rest of this winter it's february 21st <laughs> no, that like, no hope no dreams no, nothing. February twenty first is the worst day of the year. I agree, I mean, right? If you could, re- yeah, if you could relive like one day every day for the year, like it wouldn't. No one's picking February twenty first. <laughs> like if you could pick one day, one day on the calendar, what day would the it be? Worst, the worst. The if I could pick the one day of the year, yeah, to do every to do every day of my life, every day, yeah, it would be Thanksgiving. It would be Super Bowl Sunday, not holiday, just like random July fourth. Oh. Well, I, I love that you, this is so funny, uh, that people might think this is a setup for a joke, but February 21st is my birthday, Jordana. And oh, shit, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is, a, like, we didn't plan this. Uh, it sounds so Oh, my God, so happy planned. birthday. Like the, we are, we are, we are <laughs> scheduled, we are recording this on February 10th, so yeah. we are way ahead of our time. That is really embarrassing for me. I was like, oh my, it's like literally the worst. I've never even day. said anything like this before. It's yeah, that's very why it's so funny. That's why I started laughing right away and kind of playing it up with you just because I was like, that's so funny that she's like, there's no worse day of the year than February 21st. It's the worst. There's no good. There's no bad. It's the Wednesday of the year. And you're right. Listen, the only wow. good thing is that that's a big it was foot in the, the day. Mouth. Jared Freed was born. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I'm not a birthday guy. So it's not like I would ever be. You should never be embarrassed of. I thought that was the fun. When it it was happening, I was like, ooh, it's all (laughs) going down. I can't wait to tell her it's my birthday. Like as it was happening. Right. And because I'm not like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in the sad part of the birthday time now. I'm feeling it right now. You don't like your birthday now. 
38, you see, I get reflective. Mm-hmm. What have I done? What am I doing? I, I, it's, it's young when you're 45. Well, right. Everything is in right. comparison. Like, right. I, I don't know. I'm, it's I'm young if you're 70. Right. I'm kill- I mean, when I go to, when I was in Boca for my dad's birthday last week and I went to the big birthday soiree, I'm the young kid and, oh, you got plenty of time. But then you're like, you know, I'm, you start thinking of like, what were these people doing at that age? You know, like right. these 65 year olds. I mean, your dad is clearly a birthday guy. I have to say. Now he is. Again, I'm <laughs> so impressed with your dad for having this party. Just totally. Your brother just got engaged. Doesn't care. No. Your birthday the next week. <laughs> Forget no, it. forget it. It's like, I love, it's very betchy. <laughs> it was very betchy of him. Yeah. Well, okay, so my dad threw, threw himself a 65, though. That that's is big. like That is big. That's a big year. Yes. Because I think it's the retirement thing works into that, and you're in, you know, the retire, you know, all that, yeah. you know, you're, uh, you're officially, it. like, crossing the threshold into old old people totally. land you my know? dad just turned uh 70 last year wow we had a we what'd had you guys a nice, do for him well i uh i threw him a dinner okay a big dinner with like all of all of his daughters yes um and they came in from from all over wherever they were where was the dinner it was just on long island it was yeah. a surprise so this was why my dad threw himself yeah. the party. He, he didn't it, want a surprise. He he heard he felt like my mom was going to throw him a surprise, and he claims to get ahead of the surprise. I will do the party myself, and because of that, it's funny. Like even like menu items were just very male. Like okay. the pass arounds were like, like hot dogs, pigs in a blanket, okay. but like big ones, like <laughs> ones that you would get at Costco that were like the jumbos. Yeah, and then there was big lamb like on sticks, but like. They looked like Did a he woman. Plan this? He plan. He put planned the whole menu. I wish, I wish I had known this. I would have had him plan my wedding. He I mean, sounds like he was better potentially than my planner. Right. Well, <laughs> I said this. I've said this to friends and family. Like when when he's planning the you know what the pass. There's no pass around hors d'oeuvre that like is for show. Right. You know because I something think, like to be, for just for aesthetics. There's no aesthetics. Right. It's it's. Here's your pig in a blanket. Throw it down your fucking throat. High efficiency. High efficiency. There's sushi out. There's crab claws out. Like, and it's just like a big boat of, you know, mustard sauce that, you know, like there's no thought of like, what will the ladies be saying about me tomorrow? Like there's no, and I think a lot of what, a lot of what women deal with, it seems is like this, what will people say about how this All makes me choices. come off about my choices. Yes. I, I think when like 65 year old man plans when you and someone's like, where's the veggie option? He's like, go fuck yourself. Right. I mean, you know? that's, like, that's yeah, that's half the battle with planning a wedding. Right. It's kind of like, you know, because especially because we know all the shit that we've talked about everyone else's wedding. Right. So now, you know, it's not even like you could be like, no one would ever think that. It's like, no, I thought that last <laughs> right. week when I attended someone else's. So. Right. When you point the finger, there's three pointing back at you. Exactly. You know, so, you know, I that's yeah. a to- I were 100 percent on the same wavelength. So it, it, when you did your dad's like, was he like surprised and happy with a surprise or was he like? Yeah, he loved it. My dad's very easy to please. He's yeah. just like very happy. He's a big crier. Um, yeah. he's, uh, yeah, he, he loved it, you know, it's so, great. Yeah. How, so how was, I was happy, happy. Yeah. There were sparklers. It could have been 11 in Miami or, you know, the, their club in Boca. Like Amazing. it was very funny. It and looked very fun. It was a very fun party. The, here's what I'll say. Were there any other young people there? 
my brother, his fiance. Yeah. Actually, they've made, you know, it's funny, like my dad golfs. So like the age range was wide mm -hmm. and I'm starting to try and learn golf. Like I, I, I've really tried to like get involved okay. and you can see that like you could be 90 and play golf and you could be 20, you know, right. So there was like a, even a couple couples that were like, yeah, we live by by. We know your dad. Like they were like our age, you know, wow. like they were there. Like it, so he had this Is wide range. Because it's at the club, does anyone not get invited? Is that like yeah? That thing? was a big. Uh, okay. that, there's a lot of. It feels a little like middle school, like the bar mitzvahs in middle school, where you're like, "Did you get the giveaway sweatpants?" If you went to some sort of like annoying Jewish school, like I did, <laughs> wherever, where like eighty percent of the people are Jews, and then you'd see like who was invited the next day by who's wearing the giveaway. Well, they had a hundred people there, so when you invite a hundred people, it's so like you're basically putting a line in the sand of like. And you see these people every day in the club bubble mm -hmm. atmosphere where it's like, yeah, you're 101. We have we have made the numbers. Wow. And so they're and very popular people. They I think my, my parents have like one friend. Each. I thought my parents had one friend. <laughs> okay. I, I, I I'm I was shocked by what went on, like just the amount. But I also knew a lot of these people like I've visited enough now. You know, right. and then people are like, you got to meet this person. There's a lot of fix up things going sure. on, which is a, like a little exhausting and a little um, like you have to be nice to everybody. And then like, yeah. look at this person. And you got you're going to go Ugh. You're like, you know, like you got to go. All right. Yeah, no. And, you know, and then I, you know, I'm drinking, you know, like and you're like, did I? I woke up. I actually I never thought I'd be as like sore like you're dancing up a storm dancing wow. and you know aunts uncles there it was it was really nice and and you know it's it's uh it's nice to have fun with your family like i i yeah. like i like those types of events Seems um, like your family knows how to party i mean that night everyone did it. dancing at one point my brother's fiance sang to my mom randomly Does she have a good voice she killed valerie Wow, great song. <laughs> right, great song. So lots of fun. Uh, R.I.P. with Amy so Winehouse. What are you doing for your birthday? Because today, so it's today. So, it's it's your birthday. Right. Where are you? I'm I'm feeling a little down. If I, if I'm gonna be honest, I I okay. look, I mean even look look at it. Says, I went and got coffee. Say, it says Jeremy on my coffee. If you're that watching was like on the, YouTube, I this thought is, maybe that was the server or something. The barista. <laughs> I was served by Jeremy. Yeah. No, he goes Jeremy, and I go, yeah, I'm Jeremy today. <laughs> I don't know. I get reflective. I the birthday I have no plan plan. Mm -hmm. Um I mean I'm flying to Vancouver maybe as people are listening. I'm but I'm doing like a nighttime flight. I'm flying in the day before to kind of like chill out instead of right. like the morning rush. That's good. to the show. So I'm chilling out. I don't know. I don't need much on a birthday. I I what do you what do you, what was your peak and pit of your of your 37th year? I guess it was your 38th year because technically you're starting right. your 39th year. Thanks a lot. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate to be that person. Right. The peak yeah. I I think um taping the special was really a peak. That, that was, was great. Uh, you were on uh Jimmy uh Jimmy Fallon. Was I was that this year? No. Was it? November 22. No, that was a November ago. Oh, okay. Right? Then the special. Tape the special. Yeah. That's what that's what it was. That, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a cool thing, but now that stresses me out more. 
Cause like, cause you I, haven't seen the final. Like, it's I like, well, I'm sending you the final. We have amazing. the final, but then we have to like take it out. We got to try and sell this puppy. So I mean, if it's anyone's be great. related to you know Mr. or Mrs. Netflix, uh, <laughs> put in a good word. Um, I so. am the granddaughter of of, Mr., of Hulu, of John Hulu, <laughs> Johnny Hulu. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I I hate to be the. I'm not an anti-birthday guy. Like, I don't, like, hate birthdays, but I'm also, like, I don't know what I'm even celebrating. I, I guess it's, like, I think when you're, like, I, single works into this. Right. This thought process. Like I think everything works into it. You think about your, you know, your love life, your career. Right. You, it's kind of, every birthday is kind of, like, and this is for, I think, everyone, not just you, of, like, what did, where did I think I would be by now? Am I here? Um, and sometimes, and for some things, you're probably kind of, like, uh, yeah, like this feels good. I feel mm -hmm. like good. And then other parts of your life, you're like, well, maybe I thought I would be uh, right you know, there. I, I guess like, yeah, I get into like, and then I get into like, what do I want to improve? What do we with the thing? Like, this mm -hmm. is more New Year's Day to me than New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. Yeah. And how could I be better? Where are the things I'd like to change about myself? And I don't know. You, It's... um. I guess when you're in a relationship, someone else makes a big deal out of it for you. You know, sometimes, like yeah. sometimes and they go there, you know, right. and, and when you're not, you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like do one of those like personal streamers. Like, like I I'm mean, not going to like pop a confetti thing. I think the fans of this show will make yeah, a big I'm deal sure. out of it for you. I got, um, I got Venmo like $15 to buy myself a drink from a, I don't even know how they found me. It was a little scary, but I was also, um, I, I was also, also thought it was so great. I, I don't want that. I don't want that. Please <laughs> let me, me just, the, no. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to no, put I mean, like obviously my Venmo like, oh, on my back of my windshield. I graduated. No, it's just more like a drink. That's that people who listen right. to this show feel so connected that they're trying to you know oh, th celebrate that way for you that i love you know mm -hmm. the connection i have that we have with the audience is mm -hmm. special but it's uh yeah yeah no those are i'm i'm sure i'll get nice dms about the worst day of the year and how was your and i'm excited for that so don't get me wrong how was your valentine's day it was good. It was great. Are we giving a nice. full plug to Ashaval? It was good. They were running a little behind, uh -oh. but okay. So it was. Okay. Do you know who she is? <laughs> <laughs> she will have this place shut down. Did you see what she did to JetBlue's fucking yeah, stock no, prices? Last, last yeah. on the Wall Street Journal's list of top air of t top airlines. Not to brag. Called the Jordana Special. Yes. Take you down. I uh, will take you down. No, they were great. Okay. I like the ambiance in there. Great burger. I haven't been. I, I've only been in the one in Chicago. Great so. lighting. Great burger. Um, I so they were running a little behind. We had a seven forty five reservation. We didn't really wind up like eating until close to nine. And then do you know when you're like seven forty five? Didn't eat close to nine. Yeah. So we didn't. Set, okay, uh, like, Cheval, you've been. But it's also it's Valentine's, it's Valentine's Day. Day. I get it. They're, so, yeah. they're backed up. It's a again. It, they were very nice. Um, mm. And then because you know where you're like in that state where you're re really hungry, so you wind up ordering food that's like you're gonna regret. Right. Well, yeah, you go into binge mode. <laughs> yeah. Story of my life. Yeah. So we both got the double cheeseburger each. And then right. we, sh we got, I, I was my decision to get the mac and cheese as well on the side. And then like I ate it so fast because I was so hungry by the time it right. came. The kitchen was also running behind. So then it, I'm so hungry. So then I like binge ate all this stuff. And then I feel like absolutely disgusting right not exactly <laughs> the sexy meal you're having for sexy time yeah it was probably not like the most romantic <laughs> order but what? it did taste very good um but you know when know you do exactly. that thing and you're like why did i do? you're like i why knew I this I was that? gonna happen 
I don't know why I did this. It was I feel absolutely disgusting, but um, I'm full. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Why didn't we just get a side salad instead of the macaroni and cheese? Like, why do do I think I am? (laughs) And then it's like, you're just two beach balls laying next to one another. Like, don't touch me. That's kind of what I I was like. Don't, I can't do this. Right. This ain't the night. And it's also like. It was also again. We live in the in the building where the heat is not controlled by you, and the, hey. even though it's like sixty degrees today, the heat is on full. I'm like, it is very hot. I'm very. Please don't touch me. Right. Please. <laughs> what a happy Valentine's Day it was. That's great. We well, they should give warnings. Yeah. Ashava, a place like that where yeah. it's burgers and mac and cheese. Hey, we're doing half orders tonight. <laughs> And for we're you, doing you, you a guys. favor. Yes. Like I pay full price for a half order on a night like in Valentine's Day. Just because I have no self control, right. so do it for me. Yes. I, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great idea for a restaurant. Half orders. You'll you'll thank us later. You'll thank us later. <laughs> right. Same price. Half order. Yeah. Just uh, you're paying us for the ability to like walk exactly. afterwards. Um, how was your Valentine's Day? I did shows last night, and I did so many that I I went. I have to, so I did a bunch of shows last night. It actually works into our our podcast today, or our topic. Yeah. We're doing a lightning round. We are. So Love these are user-generated uh, que- questions from you over Instagram. If you don't follow the Instagram account, you... Uh, you dot up dot podcast. Is that... It's the smoothest way to say it. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, um, I want to give a shout out. I did a bunch of shows last night. And it was, you know, it was very Valentine's Day. Like you could couples, all couples, even like I got on stage every show and I was like, happy Valentine's Day. And you could just people see go like, just get like a little weird. I mean, because it's such a a heightened night on Valentine's Day. You've got to know that there's something serious. Oh, it's not even about something serious. I think they're worried about being made fun of being made fun. It's New Year's Eve, Junior. So Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day is like. I got to make sure I nailed this night. You did good, kid. Yeah. Especially if you're the guy or if it's the first one or like you just don't want your girlfriend, your significant other to go like especially I'll say girlfriend because if I, you know, if I was in a relationship two years and you're at that part where it's like, I got to make sure I nail this night. I got to get a good report. Yeah. So it is this little bit of like, okay, on with the show. Make sure she laughs. You know, like you do have it, it just felt stiff. Right. And I'm talking about dating material. And I overextended myself. I fucked up. Um, and one of the shows I had to miss just because the timing didn't work. Okay, you couldn't uh, make it there in time. Couldn't make it there in time. So I want to give them a brief shout out. They put on great shows too. And I fucked up. Uh, Laugh.events, much like our... You dot up <laughs> dot podcast. If you go follow them on Instagram, uh, laugh dot events. Just like, yeah, they're in the dot group. Um, <laughs> the the, the B squad of the, it's like the, uh, <laughs> the what is it six four six, right? Of, uh, <laughs> it's the six four six. If you know anything about area, of, about New York City area codes, as opposed to two one two. Yes, yes. The the yeah they. they Laughed out events puts on great shows, and I had to miss it. So if you went to that show, uh, I'm I apologize. I just did I did like seven sets last night, wow. and one of them the hardest working man in America. I try my best. Well, I need new material because all this right. stuff has been taped, and it's stressing me out because I want to be able to like once it comes out, wherever it comes out, be ready to like, like be get ready the to demand, tour, be ready to go. Yeah, right. So I'm like, and I'm stuck. I don't like anything I'm talking about. I I even though. I, I like what I'm That's talking what about. This is for this is the process. Yes. So I, you know, someone. That's the point. That right? is the point. Yeah. And and the greatest comment I'll get messages from people that like us, 
that come to the shows and they go, oh, I love that thing about your mom. I'm like, okay, so the, the thing about my mom is like going well, you know, like, right. but it's like, Sometimes when you have a bit that's you know is half done, but you didn't really know what to do next, mm -hmm. you're just like it feels like half coming. You know, you're like you're like I just right. That was unsatisfactory. It was yeah. yeah it tasted okay. It's like eating the food and then yeah. taking it out of your mouth and you don't get to swallow it. Like it, it, it just. I know there's more here, and I can't. I, it feels You'll like a block. There. I'll get there, but yeah. I um. But that's what, yeah. That's like, what, you know, I, I work harder, it so it gets easy, frustrating. Everyone would do it. Right. Everyone right? would get all the accolades and love and the groupies and the women that I'm always. Exactly. You that worked I, that so, I work hard so hard to get to. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, but I am on the road if you want to hear me struggle. Um, I, I'm not struggling. You know, I'm, some people take this. I, I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, but if you're out there and you want to see some shows, especially you Europeans, I need you to buy some tickets. Um. I am taking a minute where I'm going to go to Aruba. Ooh, going, not for a show, just I'm for I'm doing fun? shows there. Okay. But if you're in Aruba, you want to come see some shows, I'll be there. Aruba's great. Uh, love Arubes. Um, and if you're listening now, there's tickets available for the Wednesday show in Vancouver. Thursday sold out. Pretty That's cool. Um, yeah. Irvine, if you're Irvine, I'm not coming back to LA. That's as close as I'm getting. Irvine. Fuck you, LA. Fuck Sorry. off, LA. Uh, Indy, Spokane, Oklahoma City. Then I'm going to Dublin. I booked my ticket for Dublin. I'm fucking that. pumped. That's gonna be great. If you're, I mean, is your dad coming to that? A lot of golfing. I in well, Ireland, right? They might come to London. My yeah. buddy's gonna come to London with his wife. Nice. We're gonna make something of that. I'm kind of London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo, and then Nashville. The date got changed, but I'm still coming in July. But yeah, that's gonna be great. So if anyone wants to come, jaredfree.com for tickies. Um, should we get to these yeah, lightning round questions? Yeah. Anything? Oh, oh, I listen to oversharing. Oh, Great yeah. episode. I love, sometimes you'll text me and you'll be like, that fucking maid of honor is the worst. And I'll be like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Cause it, I'm like this, it's like this show where we, you right. know, we film it and then it airs like a week or two later and someone texts you about them. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, I don't I, I immediately <laughs> no, no, forget I, everything. I'm yeah. the annoying listener. No, but I love I, it. But I, here's I love the, that I'm, you feel so that, that I means we're picking good emails. Here's <laughs> my thing with oversharing yeah. there. Are, I, if you listen to my episode, I got feedback. Some people liked it. Some people didn't, which to me is a sign of a great episode. I because agree. If everyone loves it. It means it was bland. Your triggered yes. segment is such like the meat on the bone that I love to chew on. <laughs> it is like these interactions and I have an opinion on every single. So we did one about, yeah. uh, what was her name? Sari. Who, by the way, messaged me, messaged you and said that she was thought it was so funny. She loved yeah, it. She, she was not offended it. at all. Not at all. Someone yeah. else messaged me that I should, that I was a fat piece of shit. <laughs> And not funny. And it is it is People, interesting that we put out so much vulnerable content. Like we right. we I I I speak, I've said this on the podcast before. I'm more honest here than I am pretty much anywhere in my life. Like I, you're you're put to honesty. You yes. are put to task. Most That's in, the job. That's the yeah. job. So most places in life, you can kind of find the softest landing and the yes. appropriate way to say something. Because we're honest and vulnerable, people know the things that bother me. Right. So <laughs> it's like this person's like, hey, you chubby fuck, uh, you're not funny. And it's like, Which I is know. like the worst kind of person in the entire right, world. Right, yeah. you have to be a giant piece of fucking garbage loser. And I'm talking to you. I mean, those are always the people also with like following zero, zero followers. Like right. they've like, made this account to bully to people. To talk to me. Yeah. 
me and others yeah, they hate. to bully people. Right. Yeah. So, but I got, you know, listen, you get all, uh, you hear it all. This is the problem. It's mm-hmm. like Superman. You hear the screams of everyone. So uh, I hear the good and the bad, but the, you have these interpersonal quandaries that people are in and they're like, how upset should I be? And I'm like, I, and I, I, I'm screaming. I was literally on the street, this, this bride fucking sister. Repeat. With an android. With an android. Go fuck yourself. So (laughs) calling the shots. She knows. I I don't know. So there was the episode. What was the date of the episode? I think it was it was Valentine. It was the Valentine's Day episode. It's uh, a great episode. uh, That that was a that that episode was fantastic. A lot of meat there. Oh, my God. There was another part that I was getting angry at, too. I I. (laughs) I truly got into it. We've got to get we've got to get you a blood pressure machine right. as you watch. Just wait, wait for the uh... right. <laughs> Fire it up! So yeah. everyone, that's my personal endorsement. I'm a I fan. Li- I like it. Thank you. Um, check out Oversharing. Um, we'll have to have you back for a uh, a repeat. You guys should do a lightning round of triggers. Oh, I like that for that show. That's fun. That would be fun. I like that. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L U M E D 
C-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You ready? Let's get let's let's jump right in. What jump are we at? Half an hour <laughs> in? Okay. Well, we we have the so when we do the lightning round, we have 10 questions here from yes. the listeners. Again, go go follow you.up.podcast uh to get involved. Uh, with the next one. Yes. There's um, some fun stuff on there. You can give you a lot, great place to voice your opinions. Great place to see all the fun, funny content we have. But let's let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Okay. <laughs> Number one, how to approach dating when you know your current city isn't where you want to live forever slash raise a family. I, I saw for these, I write down like notes. I, I You come prepared. I come prepared for, for this one, not any other podcast. Just this one. <laughs> Just this one. What did you think of this question? I, I have to ask you first. I thought it was a good question. Really? Yeah. You didn't like it. It it's it it feels very female <laughs> to me. Okay. The idea that you are just like, what city? Like, I would never date someone that's like, I don't know, maybe I'll move, maybe I'll not. I, I think work from home has kind of ruined some people for dating. Like it has ruined the like it it's distracted us. Because so? there's so many, like, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience where you like, you talk to someone, they're like, well, I could move there. And you're like, I don't want, I don't want to be the person responsible for that. And I'm speaking for myself, but I, I have to assume when I, you know, the premise of this podcast that I'm speaking for an average guy. Okay. That if I'm feeling it, my dad always says to me, if you're feeling, you're not that smart, you're not that stupid, you're right in the middle, it's fine. And it's, it's right. And if I'm feeling it, you're feeling it. And if you're feeling it, I'm feeling it. Well, what are you what are you feeling? I'm not dating someone where I'm looking at a full renovation. Like to move. You're saying. I could move. Oh, now I'm the person that made you move and the, and no, I'm what, would you, well would you move for someone? That's I think that the question is more like, like I would, but here the, the percentages are the the chances are low. Let's let's look okay. at the numbers here. Like and I like, I'll give you an example. So to go back to last night, one of the shows I did is called Sweet. Seth Herzog puts it on. He's involved with The Tonight Show. He's fantastic, hilarious. He um, puts on these, like, fun shows that are both stand-up and kind of, like, gimmick hybrids. And the gimmick last night for Valentine's Day is that you would go on stage with someone and go on a date. It was a little awkward. Okay. So I go on stage, I do my act, and then he keeps me on stage. Him and Mike Brown, funny comic, great guy. And then they bring up and he goes to these women that want to be brought on stage for a date and he reads their profile. So I choose one of the profiles. Okay. We bring her up. It's this beautiful woman and we sit across from each other and we like have this awkward date while they interject as hosts. You were on this date. So okay. I'm on this quote unquote date okay. and it was fun. I thought it was funny, but it was also awkward and weird for me because right. <laughs> I'm the I'm the pawn in this grand gimmick. Yeah, it's and like our we have a we have a segment like that at our live show. Right, set you up. I'm the idiot from the crap. Okay, <laughs> how's it feel? And it's a little weird. Yeah, and, I'm, and sure. I'm looking at her, and they're like, "Just be on a date." They go ask her questions you would ask on a date. Now, in my mind, I'm on stage. I was like, "I got to be funny," so right. I'm like trying to bring up stuff from her bio that she brought up, and so we do this segment. And then I leave and I go to the comedy cellar to do another spot. And the manager at the comedy cellar is a good friend of mine, Alicia. She goes. Where, where'd you just come from? And I'm because I was running late. Mm -hmm. And I go, I just did this show and I had to go on a date on stage. And he goes, she goes, what was, what was she like? And I go, she was really cool. She seemed fun. She was cute. And she goes, that would be your story. How great would that story be? Yeah. And I was like, you women, 
are all the fucking same. It's always <laughs> this like grand story of like, that is the first thing every single one of you think of. And of it's course. like, it's back to this question of like how to approach dating when you, you know, you, I know this city isn't the one, but maybe another city. Well, it's like, where's I, your plan? That, but I, that, I think you're reading this with like a bias in mind. Yes. That someone is to ask, cause that you're, you're assuming this person is saying like, where are we going to live? But this, it sounds like this person is saying, I live in a city. Let's say I'm, let's say I'm from Boston. Okay. I work and I live in New York, but eventually I'd like to go, I'd like to go live by my family and be back in Boston. I would say That's my ideal move situation. First. I, I, I then get your house in order first. You're saying move first. I think this is, you've, you've 30 issues in one question. I need a guy. I got a city. I don't want to be in this city. I want to be in that city. Like, fix one thing on your own. Like, I, 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 I think like I think it's okay to make your hinge somewhere else. I don't, th I don't get as mad about that as some people get. Okay. If you're open and honest with people right off the bat, if you write and also understand that you're going to have predators, and I, I mean predators. I, it's a dramatic word, but like you're going to have people that are going to go if you write in your profile or say in your profile. Hey, I'm moving here soon. You're going to have people there go, oh, this is a good situation. Guys, and this is a lot of the theme of today's questions. Guys like situations. Guys look at situations. Situations attract you. Okay. So practicality. Can I make this work? Will I be evil if I try to make this work and it doesn't work out? These are all like the, and, and I'm saying this uh, hopefully in a safe space where this sounds kind of bad. Are you saying like don't date in a city where you don't eventually want to end up? I'm saying you are adding something into the mix that someone might not sign up for and go, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. I'm I'm the button that presses go on you moving to the next city. Like it's a lot of responsibility to put on someone else for a you problem. I think you're changing the question. Am though. I? Yeah. Okay. I, because to me, the question is more like, how do I just like, when, when's, to me, the question implicitly is saying like, when do I let someone know that I'm dating, that my plan is to eventually move back to my city? See, I see, uh, that's interesting. Cause when I that's read how that, I read it, that's, it's, it, that's, yeah. Totally interesting, because I how to approach dating when you know your current city isn't where you want to live forever, raise a family. I guess I'm not thinking of this as city-suburb thing. Okay. You know, like, I, I guess I'm thinking of this, and this is kind of a little bit when I go back to the work-from-home thing. This is like a, it feels a newish thing, okay. where there's a lot of people out there, and I'm meeting them because I travel around a lot, where it's like, well, I could be there. You know, I could I, I could do I New York. Yeah. I could do Texas. I could right. do all. And I guess I'm that way a little bit where I like I go, you know, I, I'm like, I'm like, I could go. You know, I think there's like I think it's a very millennial thing, too. Like as this mm. idea of like, I don't want to. Where I am is fine, but there's got to be a better place. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. There's got to be somewhere better for me to do the next phase of life. And then I'm sitting here 38 well, going, what the fuck the I mean, phase is now, bitch. You I know, mean, like, you have to think like, even let's say, even if you're the place you, you want to live forever and raise a family is like the suburbs of where you live. See, right? to me, that's not different. That's, that's a different thing to me. Then, then, Hey, I live in Atlanta, but I'd like to be in New York. Right. I mean, yeah, I think th that's what I'm saying. I think those are two different questions questions totally right like if someone if if someone's like i live in new york and i want to raise a family in westchester i would be like 
You don't change your dating at all. That's right. something that just comes up along the That's way with right a partner. Next to New York. Right. Yeah. Like like that is kind of the negotiation. You know, that negotiation isn't crazy to me. Like So you're thinking you think everyone should just move to the place that they want to live forever. I think you need to I think you need to be if if I guess you're totally right. These I think this question could be looked at in two different ways. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting there going I know I, I'm in Atlanta because I want to be here for two years, but then I'm moving to New York. I'm using those cities as sure. examples. Yeah. Um, I would say to you, get to New York, settle yourself down, and then start dating. Okay. And then, because I, if I'm on a dating app, and what if you're a, what if you're a grad student somewhere? If I'm a grad student, be a grad student in your town. Enjoy that town. Go out with your friends. And then you can't go on any dates. You can go on dates and you'll deal with and maybe you meet someone. And you right. go, hey, I'm moving. Yeah. And maybe they move with you. Maybe they don't. Well, I think that, that's really the answer then. Right. I, I, go I get, on dates. I guess tell I never. Tell someone what your ultimate plan is. Right. If that's not interesting to them, then leave it. I mean, we had someone on our You Up SOS. Right. Who sort of, I mean, had a similar situation. It's I, like the, all you can do is say what your plan is. If the other person isn't interested in that plan, then you cannot see them anymore. Right. It's interesting. That I, I keep saying the word interesting, but it is funny to me that we saw this question in two different ways. Because I, I guess I've been presented, re, you know, not recently, but like I've been coming across a lot this idea of like, I could do that city. And right. you go, and you go. Well, you're seeing, well, you're seeing it as someone who's willing to go anywhere because and wants to be and wants you to lead the relationship. I think that's why this question almost triggers you a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Because you're seeing it, I think, for through your lens of your experience, where you're probably meet because you travel a lot and you probably meet people in various cities and they're like, Well, let's keep seeing each other. Like I can move to New York. Right. And I can you're do kind New of and you're kind of like Whoa, I don't I want you to I don't want you to like want my life. I want you to want your life in that way. Probably. Right. And and it's not even them, it's not even a pressure of them, but it's like you get to this point where if you meet someone in like differing cities, you go, okay, I'm being morally, I'm doing the right thing. We've interacted. We've had nice interactions. We're getting to know each other. Then you go, okay, the next thing is a trip. Yeah. When, when do I, when, when do I have to basically put, you know, concentrate on this a hundred percent. And it's like, okay, am I head over heels enough to, enter into that where I am doing that with no, no moral ambiguity. Yeah. And I think right now what a lot of people are running into, and it's in this work from home, I can work from anywhere lifestyle. And again, this is going back to how I saw the question, which it, there's many ways to see this question. City suburb to me is a different type of answer, but it's like when it gets into this, like, okay, should I go to what, you know, when it's, oh, we could live anywhere. It's like. Right. <laughs> I think you're looking at it through your lens. Totally. Where it's like someone is visiting and the other person is like too is too much like I could I'm up for whatever as opposed right. to I think it's more like I'm dating I live in a different city I'm dating people in the city that I live in but I also want them to know that eventually I would like to right. to to settle down in somewhere else right and if you're if that's the case you gotta you gotta be okay to lose right. this person or you could be more or maybe like it depends how badly you want that situation I agree if you're like I agree with you that if that's like your number one priority if you're not open to any other options if you right. have no desire to live in the city that you were dating in right then that's a little on you and you should be very upfront about that and you're gonna lose a lot of people who are and which is fine because, right but I also think a lot of the times when you're dating someone you might change your mind. 
it, it can happen. And if you're sitting single in one city being like, I got to move to that city so I can start dating. Yeah, you can change your Hinge profile. You can change your Bumble, whatever you want to do. But like, no, I, I know that like, hey, I'm moving in the city. Two suitcases under my arms yeah, on the first date. I'm like... I don't know. That's to your a lot. city, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, if you're coming to my town. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, these are totally two different angles, but right. um, hopefully we help that person <laughs> depending on which way yeah. they're looking at it. It's a little vague. It's a vague yeah, enough for us vague. to go in many different directions. For sure. All right, let's for, do the second one. Okay. If a guy wants to take it slow with me physically, does it mean he wants to be in a relationship? Um, To me, uh, if I looking at this and you probably have a better answer, right? I would say it means he wants to be in a relationship, not necessarily with you, but he maybe with you, okay. but maybe not with you. And I think that, um, anything I've learned from you is right. that he might be avoiding sex so that he doesn't have to owe you the next step of a relationship. Yes. I, I, we're on the same page, right? I wrote down the three reasons I haven't had <laughs> sex. Let's let's you're on date. You're on date six. You're not making a move. OK. Why, why is that? I one Number one. I wasn't going to perform well. That's number one. Number most one. Frequent. Well, that's yeah. I ain't I ain't because of I ain't embarrassed myself because of like alcohol. Or alcohol. Like, I just know this is going to be quick. I, 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 okay. I, I I'm I'm. In tone with my body enough to know this won't go well. I'd rather be a stud than a dud. You want to put your best foot forward. Right. Okay. Two, the sex would be more trouble than it's worth. Okay. So this is the reason you gave, which is I don't know yet. And having, I have enough self-control to say, let me put this off to another. Let me go home, masturbate. Right. Let decide if I'm still, decide if I'm still into it. Let cooler heads prevail, then reassess the situation with a cumless brain. Well, maybe, I mean, it sounds like every guy should do the thing in that he, that in something about Mary that right. they suggest, which is to jerk off before every date and then you go in with a clear head, right? Right. It, it, it helps sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not foolproof. Not foolproof. Yeah. That, that penis is a tricky one. Okay. Um, and then the last reason is I'm tired. Okay. None of these reasons center on I like the person so much that I got to hold out so that our first time together is special. I don't want to get too attached. No. But I do think it might mean he's not just looking to hook up. No. That, right? You're right. So right, that's right, a right. Good, in, in some senses, I think that it's a positive thing and that he is assessing this for relationship viability. He's th- Yes. He's thinking of you in terms of relationships. Right. 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 And I think... Yeah, so I, he is thinking that way. And also, it shows you, I think when a guy's like, ah, let's let's wait on this, right. it shows you he's not emotionally unaware. Like, okay. he does have emotional maturity of which some kind, yeah. which is good. So you can't let him off the hook later. Oh, he probably doesn't know to text back. He knew enough not to fuck because he knew fucking would make you more into him and make this harder to get out of. Yeah. So but I think it's a good sign. It's a good he's sign. thinking yeah. about it. More thoughtfully. In global terms. Yes. Un- yes. Unless it, again, is the first one where he's just um, doesn't think he'll, he's going to be able to perform. <laughs> then you got other But issues. if you're on six dates, I think at some point in those six dates, if you were just looking to have sex, you wouldn't be that worried about the mm. ability to perform. Well, no, that's not the... that's no? yeah, Well, I think you're always... The penis is... <laughs> 
complicated. It's complicated. It's like a baseball pitcher. Some days you're throwing heaters. Some days you get rocked. And some people are better pitchers than others, you know, and you want to make sure, again, you get, oh, everyone gets one, um, you get one chance to make a first impression. Right. It's so funny. I mean, we talk a lot about things that women think about that men don't think about. And I don't think a woman is ever thinking about like her performance level when as a factor in deciding when to have sex. Yeah. Cause you get to, you know, in most cases, especially like a first time it's <laughs> hot, hot. hot. <laughs> no, I'm just saying uh, in most cases, too much Mac and cheese. Right. <laughs> just do it. A little Mac and cheese sex. <laughs> If you're watching on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> you got to witness mac and cheese sex. Very hot. Right. Love it. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium Europe European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do another one okay let's do another what is a good way to bring up sti status before a hookup i have i have none but worry about others (laughs) worry about about me (laughs) i got none worry about all these dirty people out there right um what would you say i i i think this is simple i think wear a condom until um until you are ready to have that conversation well I, i condom might not be enough for this person you know, two condoms. So, <laughs> just kidding. That's not. That's not helpful. That's not. Uh, 
I think it's the one thing I've all, you know, like I'm a condom guy. That's great. I love a condom. Yeah. Okay. I also like to know, like I, I am someone that if I'm in sexual situations, I, I like to say like, are what's, what's hard. This is, I'm, I'm being very open and I'll be, I'm like, sometimes you'll be like, are you on birth, birth control? control? Yeah. And that's a tough question because when I say, are you on birth control? It always sounds like, so I'm trying to not throw away that condom. Let me get rid of that hat. You know what I would assume. Right. I don't, but that's not how I'm thinking. I'm like, good to know. Plus I'm going to wear this condom. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I would rather know. I just want to, I just want to know for your peace of mind. This is for my stress level and it has not. And I, I do understand how it can be taken Mm -hmm. that I'm, passing a judgment a lot, well a lot it's more like a lot of the time that is what it's it, a lot of the time when someone asks that i would say most of the time i've been asked that it's right. a prelude to can i not wear a condom i i i don't know this is one of those where i'm like i don't understand i know those guys exist i'm not like i think there's more of them than there aren't i apparently this is one of those things where i am i'm not even i'm not trying to sound any type mm-hmm. of way i i, I don't think mine is I Listen, think you have the the obviously the the healthier uh, more uh, health class approved method here. Yeah, I I guess I'm going down on everybody, you know. So I, I I'm not <laughs> no, wearing a dental, dental dam, dam. you yeah, know. <laughs> so I'm not dental damming. So okay. I I you know there's I think it's more selfish than it maybe sounds. Like it maybe okay. sounds like I'm like old men should wear a condom. No, I'm like I don't want to fucking have a baby. I'm wearing a condom, and I want to know. Is it more for the baby than for the STI? For me, yeah. yeah. It's more about the baby. Okay. Yeah. As far as stress levels are concerned for me, yeah. Got it. Okay. And I don't know how that comes off to people, but that's just, I'm being honest. So I, uh, yeah. But but then I do go, well, are you on any birth control? And it's always awkward because, again, I understand why this person's concerned about this question. Because it's like, what does this say about me to them, about you? What's my judgment? You know, when you're asking someone, what's your STI? Have you tested recently? It's like, are they... And I will say this, I would never take it this way. If someone was like, hey, if, when's the last time you were tested? I wouldn't take it as like, oh, do you think I get around? Like, right. I, I I, can understand why maybe well, they would think that that question would bring on that thought. But I don't think a lot of guys would think that way. I think they would be like, they would be like, no, I haven't been tested in a long time. In right. most cases. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about the STI status thing. There's, there's no 100% way besides not having any sex at all to make sure that there's no chance that you're going right. to have an SDI. You can ask someone, you can bring it. I don't think anyone's offended by asking, right? but um, people can have stuff and not know. So there's, there's no, like you have to, every time you have sex, them, you're taking a little bit of a risk, of even course. with a condom. And everyone's taking yeah. that risk, you know, and, and even with the con. Yeah. Right. right. So, but I do think peace of mind, I think they're asking for the same reason that I would ask what birth control do you right. use? They're very, so, yeah, they really don't want to get anything. Right. They're being there. selfish in yeah. a certain way, but they're also doing the right thing societally. Sure. Do you speaking. say just ask before? I think, I think I wrote down, um, there's ways to ask. I w- when, I, when, when, when do you want to be asked? I think when you're making out, I think when you're in like make out territory, I know that might be hard for some people to be like, well, I guess then we're just going to make out. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle that, then maybe it's earlier than that. For me, it would be in a, you know, we're two consenting people in a sexual situation. It looks like it's going that way. Hey, let's have a talk. Let's have a little pit stop Okay. in STI town for a second. And I, I, I would let this person know how much it means to you. So right. stay in me terms. That's great. I like so that. So like, I think you say like, I was, you know, um, 
I get super I, I, something um, that makes me anxious right. about the idea of pot- potentially getting an SDI. Like, what is your, what are your? I would say, have you been tested, been tested lately? Recently, yeah. Recently, yeah. Lately, recently, whatever yeah. it is, and they're gonna go. Ah, no, it's been a while, and most likely because yeah. I just think a lot of guys are not, you know, getting tested regularly. I mean, would you, you be nervous that that would lead to a? Um, Exclusivity talk. Well, I guess sometimes people do use that as a totally as a introduction to the exclusivity talk. Well, here's what it does. Do you want to wear a condom? (laughs) I have a way for you to not wear one. I'm holding it up. (laughs) I know what you can do. I, I here's what it does. It's the same thing as. Hey, um, I'm going to, I'm not going to, you're giving this guy or woman, whoever you're with the same amount of time that you're giving the person that the person that's like, Hey, I'm going to not do sex right now. Like the cooler heads will provi- uh, prevail. Yeah. So when the guy's like, Hey, I don't want to have sex yet. Cause I'm not sure how I w- feel about this relationship. When you say, hey, I want to make sure everyone's tested. They're going to go back home. They're going to masturbate and they're going to go, do I want to get tested? Right. Enough. Yeah. And, uh, enough. And do I want, and do I want to live with being with someone where now you're kind of at, it's almost like you have to get tested. It's like going back to COVID. Yeah. Like you'd have to get tested before it, every time. Right? Now that that's been said, when someone says like, I have an issue, like if someone said to me, I need to know that you've been tested before we've hooked up. If someone said that to me mm-hmm. and then I would go, Okay. I have to go get tested if I want to hook up with this person. Right. And now you're thinking, how badly do I want to hook up with this person? Right. Yeah. And then you go, and then you go get, te- let's say you get tested, but then you have this weird in between relationship thing where you guys aren't together, but you got tested. Right. And then you go back home and you meet someone else. And let's say you hook up with them because you hook up and everything feels, and you didn't get tested. And then the next time you go, You'd have to like, you'd be lying to them by omission. Yeah. If the next time, so you've kind of presented a case where there is no way. Well, I think what you're, what you're saying is you're raising the stakes for a hookup, which might, which might make some people assess and say, oh, it's not worth the, the, the trouble of the testing and the telling them about the other hookups. And and again, I think some people would look at that as like, oh, did I drive him away by, saying this thing about thing, but no, it's actually, I think it's actually like a great thing. You probably eliminate guys who are like sleeping with a bunch of people and not taking you this thing necessarily that seriously, which I think is fine. Right. I, yeah, you're putting, and just, you're putting someone at a moral decision. Yeah. Which is great. Which is good. If that's what you're you're looking for. If you're looking to be completely honest with people and that, that is, I mean, I think where, it's win-win because right. if they're like, kind of like, I'm not looking to like get, I'm not looking to, to jump through this hoop for you. then they're right. not really that interested. Maybe. Well, it's funny. It's like when you eliminate the risk associated with sex as much as possible, you mm-hmm. also eliminate the risk of being with someone who doesn't want to just be with you. Yeah. And, and well, that's, that's the beauty by, of that technique. by way of, yeah, let's yes. do the next one. Okay. Uh, both agreed to casual, but he's texting updates from vacation. Does he have a se- Does he have secret feelings? No, I agree. No, like he already. The, to me, casual. The conversation where you agree to casual trumps any other conversation that's happening. Uh, yes, unless the other conversation is actually. 
I'd rather not be casual. Right. <laughs> you have to take back ca- yes. casual. Well, that's casual to him. Mm-hmm. Sending you pictures from vacation. Yes. He's going, yeah, we're casual. And I send her pictures. I like her. She's cool. That doesn't mean anything more to him. Mm-hmm. I think. Secret feelings. <laughs> I have these secret <laughs> feelings. I, I I wrote this down when I, after this. Yeah. And I think this is might be help people. Agreement to casual isn't an agreement to an exact definition or casual. It's an agreement to be open about when something is too much for me. Okay. So when you say let's be casual, that's two people with two different definitions. It's just like we looked at the first question. We found two different things to look at in that first question. Right. So the agreement, hey, we're going to be casual is now we, okay, cool, no problem. Now that is the the doors are open for conversations about casual and what that means to me. Okay. So you need you like for this person if you're like stop trying to think what they're thinking. Yeah. Like And here's the thing, by nature of the fact that they're asking this question, I don't think they want to be casual. Right. And that's right. the part that no one wants to admit because it <clears throat> seems disempowering, but right. it's actually much more empowering to not do the small talk on vacation with someone who wants to be casual when you don't want to be casual. This is the, the right. The more awkward way to phrase this question and probably the way they should have phrased it is I'm casual with this guy and he keeps sending me pictures from vacation. It's making me like him more. What should I do? Right. And at that point you have to text this guy. Hey, these pictures are something I'd send with someone who is more than casual to me. A reveal. I If you're going to keep doing this, I can't be a part of this or we need to renegotiate what this is. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that would have been like the more honest way to phrase the question. But again, who's, who's 100% honest? No one. Yeah, <laughs> but I agree. It doesn't mean anything. All right, what's... Uh, you want to read right. the next Jared, one? Jared, how oh. would you want a woman to approach you in the wild? Ooh, you're at I'm a at bar. A, I'm at a bar. You're at Dante paying at with da- your gift card. <laughs> gift card at Dante. Yes. Um, like a squirrel. You want to be re- you want to <laughs> you want to be respectful of your phone, your date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> don't do anything to upset. Don't upset my phone. Yeah. Don't get in the way of my phone and I when we're in a conversation. We're making out. Yeah. You gotta come up like a squirrel. Like, okay. You know, like come approach me with like a little treat. No, okay. I, but I do mean the squirrel thing. How so? I don't need someone. You wouldn't just run up to a squirrel. Hey, oh, you, you know, you'd scare the squirrel away. Okay. So I, I think like, I think you go up to, I would want someone to come up to me and I don't need the games of, oh, uh, you wouldn't go up to a squirrel and be like, oh, hey, Mr. Big Shot, it must be real nice when people recognize you. It's like, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, right. or like. You must uh, think everyone wants to pet you. Right. <laughs> Don't make it this, just, hey. Okay. I think a simple hello, what are you drinking? I think okay. that's Pretend a. Pretend they don't know who you are. They can, or for me personally, if they, if they knew who I was, hey, I love your stuff. What's going on tonight? Okay. Why not? Hey, but if I'm just random Joe Smith at the bar and they're asking for the general, you know, population. Hey, I love your I love your shoes. Where are you? What are you drinking? What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? Like, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anything special. We are all 
The dating apps are just a more honest version of what we do in real life. Right. I think it's so much more about the question matters so much less than the ability to read the response. Right. And we're talking at this point I'm talking about like anyone any person who approaches someone else at a bar. Right. Like the if someone's interested it doesn't matter what question you're asking unless it's wildly offensive. Um, right. <laughs> like to me it's more like about reading the response like if I tried to like make a move on a guy at a bar if they continued asking me questions and continuing the conversation I would take that as a as a, something that they were interested in to keep speaking. If they were like answering not asking anything back i would kind of like politely leave the conversation i can give you a number of examples i i like i i've been drinking uh citron vodka on the rocks with a lime mm -hmm. it's a flavored vodka yes if a woman came out to all us, the green rooms right you've <laughs> seen you're familiar yes if a woman came out to me i've had women come up to me oh that oh that's like a I, oh, so you like chick drinks like i've had women say that to me okay it's like and an it's egg like, yeah. yeah and to me Nah, get out of here. Okay. Shoo. Um, when I, I remember when I was in France, I went up to those three women in the pool. They don't speak English? I go, hey, where are you guys from? They're like, we don't speak English. <laughs> All right, going to swim away. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's right, I'm out. The room. Yeah. Last night I was at a bar. Um, there were two women next to me, and I said, what are you guys, uh, I said, what are you guys drinking? And they're like, uh, we got dirty martinis. And I go, cool. And that was it. That was it. They went back to their conversation. I said, I'll mosey, I'll mosey along. Yeah. So then I, and I even said to the bartender, who I, I knew the bartender, I was like, I'll have what they're having. Said it loud enough. I gave a second shot. Okay. Soft shot. Grazed the shoulder. Fair. And again, it's not always personal. Sometimes people are just like in the middle of a conversation that they're enjoying. Nothing. Right. They gave me nothing. Yeah. So I go, okay, I'll drink this. I'll get out of here. I'll stop bothering these people. Yeah. As I'm getting out of there, the one woman goes, you're Jared Freed, right? And I go, yeah. She goes, and she was like, oh, cool. You know, I listened to the podcast. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, and then I go, well, nice to meet you. I'm going to get going. Like, right. And I was like, well, why didn't you say anything? They're like, we didn't want to bother you. And I'm like, oh, I, like I, I kind of them. Right. Yeah. So I took that as like a no. Interesting. So that was, it, it was kind of, yeah. so I'm saying like, these are things where it's like, Make yourself heard. Go up to someone. Hey, what's happening tonight? What are you up to? Yeah. I like that. I think that's an easy. Go for it. Because uh, also, like, again, reading the reading the room is half the battle. So That's 90% a, a of the battle. Yeah. Okay. What's the difference between playing games and the chase Jared talks about? To me, they're talking about the chase that I think you had mentioned at some point on oversharing a little mm. bit. Um as not the traditional sense of the chase, but I think you, to me, I'm interpreting this question is when you were saying that you want someone with their own life who isn't looking for you to define what you are or like right. you, for, for you to take them to the next level. Yeah, I think totally. And I think that's about standards. Getting chased is having standards. Mm -hmm. And you don't. Well, that's the thing. You can't. I think a lot of people are like, how do I like pretend to have standards. How do I like, how, how many, how long do I wait to answer a text so the person thinks I have standards? Right. When like the correct answer is to just have the standards. Just have it. And, right. and some things just don't matter to you. The problem with like, you know, when we do like Red Flag Deal Breaker at a live show, people get very judgmental. Like, or when we ask for X, like when I, I'm on stage, I've, I've asked for X, like what are people's X? And 
sometimes women will yell out like, no socks or something like that. No socks or shoes. And someone else will go, no, that's okay. And it's like, that person's allowed to have right. their it's ick. for them. Yeah. yeah. And you're allowed to have what turns you on won't turn another person on. And you have to keep that in mind. Right. That I have things that turn me on. I also, just because something matters to a friend of mine doesn't mean it matters to me. So it's like, if you, because what happens is, and especially this, I think that's why this podcast kind of exists is, is the brunch table gets taken over by the per, the loudest person that sits there and tells you how angry they got from something. And you might be sitting there going, that doesn't really bother me that much. Right. So like the idea of like someone being like, like if I had a date tonight and it's 2.30 right now and I'm like, and um, the person I'm going out with was like texting me, be like, hey, what, what do we, what's the plan tonight? I would go, well, here's the plan, you know, and then they would, you know, they would have to assess. And if they wrote me back being like, hey, I didn't know if we were going out at all. So I kind of made some other plans. I'm around next week instead. It's got You'd too late that. for me. I would go, I would go, okay, I totally get that. And I would say, let's make a plan for next week. If, if it was, but if, I think the minute you get into this, like, if, if like, if someone was like, well, I don't, I like to be told when the plan is before 12 p.m. I would go, all right, well, good luck. <laughs> like, that's I don't know. playing the game too hard, playing games too much. That, well, saying. that's a game. Yeah, right. Game versus standards. Hey. Right. Games are rules, it sounds like. Right. Yeah. And, and letting me know that, like, you better get used to these rules around here. It's like, no. You know, I think being unoffended. Okay. Like, just being like, no, listen. Hey, I had stuff going on tonight. I can't do tonight. Um, I, like I, I wrote down a couple questions. Um, texting, hey, what's the plan tonight is a standard. Okay. Hey, well, I want a plan. That's the chase. That's the chase. Okay. Hey, what's the plan tonight? And then they're like, well, I don't know. What's the plan for, what do you think? And then you go, that's just not how it's going to go. Listen, I'm kind of turned off by this conversation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of here. Right. The, I think a standard and I'm coming off this top of my head is going to a party going, Ugh, it's too loud in here. I got to go. And, and I think a game having an opinion. Well, the right. game is trying to change the music at the party. You don't like. Okay. You know, so I see what you're saying. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what's the plan tonight? Oh, Hey, we're going here at this time. Perfect. See you then. The game is, hey, I don't go out with guys who don't make a plan by 3 p.m. And you should know that. And it's like, well, then you don't like this fucking party. You yeah. don't like the music here. You don't like me. You don't like me. Because this is how I do things. Right? Ta-ta. Okay. You know, so I, I think that's, to me, those are two different things. Like I, I went out with someone, we're having a drink and I had canceled like a, you know, I canceled not for any other reason than I canceled. Like it wasn't personal to them. It just my schedule didn't work out. And I was, whatever it was. I had my excuses, but then they were there with me. You know, we got, then we got drinks and then I go, well, let's, you know, figure something out for later this week. And the response to that was like, well, not if you're going to cancel again. And I'm like, I didn't even remember that I canceled. So what would have been the better, what would have been the chase response? To me, the chase, uh, and then, well, then I said, okay, cool. And they're like, well, three strikes and you're out of here. And it's like, Right. Listen, if you were offended by the cancel before, you should have let me know. I didn't even remember canceling. Okay. You know, like you should have let me know, hey, right. you've canceled two times. It fucking annoyed me. Um, I'll go, uh, but I just want to know I'm annoyed. 
Mm. It's like offering a retribution. I don't know. I, I, I maybe. So I'm, what would have been? I'm saying what would have been the better? If if that annoyed, like she should have said, like it annoyed me when you canceled last time. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's a that's a standard. You would have been fine with that. That's a, that's totally different to me, and I know right. I'm getting into like then then be, it's almost like like uh, I'm waiting to see if you cancel again. Right. right. And it's like, well, if you gotta cancel, it's like, how about you let me? Yeah, pissed you off. Okay. I think those are good examples to show right? the chase. Right. Like be, it's kind of like, again, don't like, I, to me, games versus the chase is like being, pretending to be unavailable or have standards versus like actually having them. Right. Right. Like, cause you're, cause that response is kind of like, well, I'll still go out with you if you don't cancel as opposed to like, just like saying like, Hey, when you canceled it, it bothered me. So I, I prefer you not do that again last minute or whatever they the thing was, or I was, I had already gotten ready. And so I was, I'll be honest. I was a little annoyed. I, yeah. One, I believe, right. <laughs> you know, like I, yeah, I mean, they're going to go out with you. Right. Right. So, yeah. And you're here again. You're right. here. Yeah. So it didn't bother you that much. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. You know, that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Let's do another. Um... How important is initial physical attraction? Should I go for date two? 
I can't speak for this person. Huh. I can only speak for myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's you're not f- going on it, day two if you're not physically attracted. It's the first thing I ask myself when presented with someone. Am I attracted? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? It is not. There's no middle of the Venn diagram. You There's never in the middle for you? I'm speaking for myself, but I'm probably speaking for a lot of guys yeah. out there. This idea of like, well, maybe I could get into it because what, what the feedback I hear from women, because I'm in this position of being on this show where we have a very mm-hmm. large female audience is like, oh, then I convinced myself into him. Then I liked him. And then he was like, I don't want a relationship. And now I'm pissed. And it's like, yeah, he didn't. He was always going to be like that. He yeah. was always into you. Right. Every date you're on, the guy is there because he's, he's attracted because to you. he's attracted. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm going to answer for for her, I assume it's her, um, or maybe it's him. Um, how important is initial attraction? I think less so for women than men. I've gone out with guys where, or maybe like if I'm not really sure if I can go on the date and then be, and then their personality to me can make right. me more attracted to them. I don't know if I've been already been on the one date and I'm not attracted by the end of the date, even if they're not, again, I think it's less about objective physical attractiveness mm. Mm-hmm. And more about how their like personality and vibe can make them more attractive. Right. But I think if you don't feel that on date one, it means that the personality didn't swing them one way or another. Totally. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's this is like more like beware. Okay. You're convincing yourself. He is not convincing himself. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't, that doesn't matter. matter, really. Right, right. Yeah. but it, but, but it shouldn't have. It's not going to have anything to do with how he into you. He lose how much he's staying interested or keeping interested. But if the question is like, I'm not sure if like if he's my type. Right. I would say go on at least date one. Yeah, give it a shot. If you go on if date one, and you're like, I'm not. Sure. I I think and and you're kind of in the middle. I think someone can grow on you in a different way than it can for men. Um that I think is of I uh, yeah, that I I I I believe you. Right. But I also would say if you're going to get if you're going to Don't feel, hold that over their head. Don't hold yeah. that over their head. Right. Because what happens a lot is I wasn't even attracted to you, then you fucking pulled me in and now you're dumping me like that's what you hear a lot it's right like, well the bait the bait and switch right that, right or you pursued me and then you were no longer once i was interested in you you were no longer because that's kind of how it that is how it can feel that to me that doesn't have to do with physical attractiveness mm-hmm. but i i agree with that sentiment where it's a lot of it that happens a lot of the time is the woman is not that interested in the man he pursues her aggressively she decides she's then into him, not, not having nothing to do with physical attractiveness. Right. Or she's like, all right, I can get into this. And then maybe they sleep together and she becomes more attracted and he becomes less attracted. And it well, can feel like, it can feel like, oh, you like, you you created the situation where you where you convinced me to be attracted to you. <laughs> um, and then now you're no longer interested. Right. It, well, it is funny that like a lot of times guys get blamed for this like, our... <laughs> You did this all just to have sex? That's what it feels like. Right. And then you go, you go, who said anything else? (laughs) I was here because you were hot. I came back because you're hot. Like, we're not as, uh, we're not as forward thinking as maybe we should be or would, we'd like, you'd like us to be. Right. 
well, we're kind of like, oh, if he's putting in all this effort, he must really like me because I'm not might, being, I'm not that down. Right. And I think there, a lot of guys are not as forward thinking as we should be, but also not as like deceitful as we're made out to be. So it this, feels I, deceitful. It, I, I can understand why it feels deceitful. It's like you wanted this one thing. It's like, you know, I I was into you. I was uh, had fun on those dates. I'm the whole time attracted from minute one. And then we got, and then part of my decision is over time. And within that decision circle, that pie chart, sex is right. involved in that pie chart. And it wasn't all about sex. And it was nice that we got physical, but that was a part of my decision-making process. And as I got to know you, I felt, I don't think this is the match for me. And it's like, which is fair. I see that, but it can also, I think it can feel like, um, it can feel like you got what you wanted, right? And then, um, well, I, and then you decided when it, when it was kind of like, and the 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 person who had to pay for that was me. I guess I understand that. I guess the the and it all probably it feels like you're being used a little. A bit. Li I can understand yeah. why it feels that way, and I'm not denying those feelings. I I guess it's interesting because I'm thinking about like when you're like, no, go on the second date. Maybe you'll find yourself more into them, and it's like it's like. Because of that, it does feel that way that we were deceitful. And it's like when the guy was just like, no, I'm here because you're hot. Right. And we I had mean, a nice conversation. When have I ever lied? <laughs> like, and I'm figuring this out along the way, you know, and. Well, that, so, for that, that's the reason that I think that it's good to to postpone sex for as long as you can. Right. If you're someone who's prone to to feeling that way, like, oh, I wasn't even interested in this person. They, they pursued me a lot. And then they weren't interested. Like sometimes not having sex with someone is a good way to like sort of force them to to make that decision before you become more attached. Do you think it'd be a good idea to say to someone like this has been fun? It's great getting to know you. Um, how has like on a, like on a first date or maybe a second, third, whatever date? Mm -hmm. Do you think this would be like you think people would be better off for having this part of like a fun dinner conversation? About saying what? Just like, I guess something along. I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out the, the answer to our problem. And the problem that we're talking about is ages long and centuries long. Like, right. it's not like we're going to fix it. But if like, I'm trying to think if like someone was on a first date and they were like, hey, um, how important would having sex be to you tonight? What would that mean? Like, do you think like that could be yeah. a fun conversation? One, it doesn't have to be like accusatory or mean or whatever. Like if someone Not, said to me, it doesn't have to be judgmental. Or no, anything, if right? someone said to me on like a third date, how much does sex mean to you as far as us together? And I would go, and and I'm trying to think of how I would answer that. How would you answer? I, I, I'm, I'm thinking through that now because I'm like, I guess I would say sex wouldn't be the reason I would stay with someone or, or I, it wouldn't make me more into you. Would it make you less into someone potentially? <sighs> Because it would it, because it would decloud your mind. I don't know. It, it, I, I'm trying to think of like where, how I would answer. I, I think it would be a fun conversation with someone that you're like, I don't know where this stands, but I know like, because if someone's out there, they go, man, I don't want to get burned, so right. to speak. Well, let's say on a third date, mm -hmm. someone was like to you, I don't really like having sex with someone before I'm exclusive with them because sex makes me a lot more um attached to someone right. somehow, somehow artificially maybe like chemically or mm -hmm. through whatever and so i don't really i don't really have sex with people until we're exclusive mm -hmm. 
I what would I, you say to that? I would say, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't be how I get to exclusivity. Okay, but and, then would you net? Would you not go out again? Probably not. Okay. As, as, if I'm being honest, completely honest, why would I be dishonest? Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, I, I would say this isn't how I would come to the conclusion of exclusivity. You would, I, you I, would need to have sex with them to know if you wanted to be exclusive. I don't know if I would need to. I don't think I don't want to put that on myself. Like I don't think I would need to, but I think I would. It wouldn't be fair to everyone involved at that point. If I wasn't our, because if I'm having this conversation with someone, that means I'm like, okay. I don't I see guess, why you wouldn't try it if you were interested in them. Right. But it would work into our fourth date conversation. Yeah. But I'm saying, right. like, let's say you were like, yeah, I do really, I'm enjoying this person's company. I don't. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would keep going out with them if I was still interested, but I was also know that like, the contract's been written. Yeah. But that's, you know, uh, maybe that's good. It might be good. Yeah. I mean, like matchmaker Maria has like the 12 date yeah. rule and she's, you know, dates don't mean, and, and I think that's a good way for people to go. Yeah. Cause guys eventually just get tired. <laughs> but go. that's a good thing. And it's a good that's thing. A rejection is a good but thing. But that's yeah. self-preservation. Yeah. You know, like if someone said, you know, because I, that's the thing. If I was on 12 dates with someone or 12 interactions, I think matchmaker Maria, like that's her thing. Like you, you could get coffee and that counts. Right. Um, again, that, that kind of works into the first thing that we talked about is like that idea of like pushing off sex. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, we've had 12 interactions. I am lying by omission if we have sex on that 12th date and yeah, you would have to think about it seriously. Right, yeah. you, by not saying anything. Right. Yeah. I but think I, that's kind of good. I mean, I've, I've used to be like, that's a little crazy. But I actually, the the more I think about it, it's kind of like, if you're, and not everyone approaches sex the same way, just like you were saying, not everyone right. thinks the same, is turned off by the same things, and everyone's turned on by the same things. If someone is saying, like, sex to me makes me more attached to someone, it makes things more serious for me, I don't want to have sex with someone who's having sex with other people. I think that's a totally fair. Oh, it's totally fair. I, I, to yeah. What if I was like, not, not in my house. Uncool. Let's yeah. do. I mean, but that could all, that could also be like that's not something that I want to do. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not down. Okay, too. Maybe you're not a match. <laughs> okay. Um, we got a couple more. Let's keep. Let's get through these last few. But I, yeah. if people, we want to hear back. Do you like the lightning rounds? Do we? Or let do us we want know. to hear. Let us know. Um, how do I initiate a romantic connection with a coworker who has just been a friend for years already? I mean, this is, I don't know if I would suggest this. No. Um, (laughs) I think that's a very, I think unless you're cool with leaving your job, I would, that's something to think about before you get into anything with a coworker is like the worst thing that could, the worst, there's the worst possible outcome. The worst possible outcome with going on a date with anyone is that you won't get married and have kids. Mm. Um, but the worst possible outcome with going on a date with a coworker is that someone needs to leave. Now you're thinking like a guy. <laughs> this is every thought I have before. What's the horrible ending to this? Yeah. So 
And for work, that's it's a lot of horrible things. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have to be around this person every day or I have to leave my job or... They have to leave. Right, <laughs> and they have to leave. Um, so I actually wrote this down. They said, how should I... How, uh, how do I initiate a romantic connection uh, with my coworker who I've been friends with for years? First of all, I don't think you're really friends. I think if you're feeling something for them, there's they know flirtiness. there's a flirtiness. Yeah. They know something's going on. But here's how you should do it. By understanding that there are 700 reasons that aren't about you for why they won't won't be into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, guys assess, are they hot? And will this get me in trouble? Yes. That is the, that's the two things. Are they hot? Yes. Will this get me in trouble? Probably. Yes. Right. Yeah. And how much, how probable is that trouble? Yes. How probable is it that I will marry this person? Right. Um, Compared to the trouble that, you know, the the marriage to probability or to to trouble ratio. But I also think, okay, in the chance that she's like, okay, I'm, it's worth it. I feel so strongly about this that to me it is worth shooting my shot because the upside is so great. Mm. Which is fine. That's an assessment that, that anyone can make for themselves. We're all doing the math here. Right. I say... Ask them to ask them for a plan and see how they respond to that. You don't have to explicitly state a romantic thing because I think that can make it weird if you're mm. if you're saying no. But I think the person kind of will know what it means if you ask them for I a don't know. Thing. They've been friends for years. I think you got to like, don't shoot half shots. What, you think like? I think you send a text. Hey, this is going to make things awkward. Okay. This is going to make things awkward. I feel my, I'm having feelings for you. I know that we're in a work environment, um, but it just feels like we have this nice thing going on and it's, we're friends, but I could see more than friends. I want more. I want more. Let's get drinks at Applebee's next door to work <laughs> if you're down for it. No, I think they need to get away okay. from work. I you, you need to leave Work Island and see if they'll join you on Drinks Island. I see what you're saying. You have to make because this person needs a yes or a no. They're in. They're in maybe land. So weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Well, that's why I'm kind of like prepare yourself for weird. Well, that's why I'm kind of like I feel like the the half ask in this scenario if they're like no to hanging out with you for drinks on a Friday night, you know that they're not interested. Or they've they've weighed it and they're not interested in going there. But what people in this scenario do, they don't hear that. And then you can still go to work tomorrow, right? That. But I don't (laughs) think this person's going to hear that. Friends for years. I don't think they're friends. I think they've acted with in friend costumes while really being attracted to one another. Right. And I think this person is going to, I think you got to get off this drug. Okay. And how, give me the two ways you would respond if you were one into it or two not into it. So I guess the text I would want to receive from work person is, hey, I'm developing feelings for you. Okay. I know that's weird to to say. It's as weird for me to say as it is for you to probably hear. Um, if you're down for drinks, I'm free this weekend. Would love to get drinks. Okay. This reminds me of the episode where in Friends where Phoebe like pretends to try to seduce Chandler. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Or the, like, <laughs> and then do, it's just like yeah. a face off to see who's going to pull out Who, first. I have seen that episode. Yes. <laughs> so I and then I would my no would be I'm totally flattered, but I am not. I don't see more than friendship from this. Okay. And that would be my no. And then what would you, how would you treat them at work the next day? Um, it would be more on them. Okay. <laughs> you would be normal. 
I'd be normal. Okay. But like, if they I'm totally quit, flattered. They can quit. But yeah. I, and I'll understand. And maybe I would write, and I understand if you need to take time away from this friendship. Right. That's probably that'd be good, the nicest nice thing I can write to say. Yeah. But I oh, but I would. They should if they don't say that. This person should say it. Hey, I got to take some time away from this friendship. I'm always gonna be cool with you at work. I'm happy that like I can get through this now. Right. Like I would be more relieved that I don't have to like think will we won't we. Mm-hmm. Now the Jim and Pam thing is fucking done. You know, they can go back to work. Would you tell them if you were interested but not willing to risk the, no. the job? You would, I would just give never, it a straight no. I would never say, hey, I'd fuck you, but it might ruin my job. Like right. I would, but that is probably the answer. Right. So, I mean, that, that's funny because it's like, that's more flattering to hear. Right. And it's, <laughs> but it's also mean. It's like, hey, I would totally just... Us have this like well, rendezvous that, if that, I knew that it would never get me fired. Well, yeah. Well, thing saying that creates more sexual tension. Right. And and right. then she, and then it kind of gets us to our next question because um, there's the next question is, are, do men, do men hate situationships as much as women? I'd love to know the answer to that. I think, I don't, I don't even think this is a gendered thing. I think when you do a situationship, it is one person making compromises and one person getting exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. So in this work scenario, if someone wrote to me at work, hey, I've developed feelings for you. And I'm like, hey, I'd fuck you, but I don't want to like get serious because it might ruin my job. And I know we won't be a relationship. Uh, and then they were like, well, I could do that. <laughs> now we're in a situation I guess so. I'm yeah. getting exactly what I want. I'm fucking someone I'm attracted to at work. Right. Without having to, to do any relationshipy things right. or owing and them anything besides that. I've already acknowledged I don't want to lose my job. So like they kind of know. Like, so in that sense, men or the other person, the person who cares less loves a situation. Right. The person getting everything they want loves situationships. And, and for a lot of times it happens to be guys in that scenario. So. If you're making compromises, going back to standards. Right. If you've made a compromise of your standard, that is a contract you have signed up for where you're calling in a situation ship and he's calling it the best day of his fucking life. Having his cake and eating it too. Right. Yes. And that doesn't have to be guy or girl or, you know, male, female. That could be any. I'm just saying. That's every situation ship. When someone's whenever I hear someone calling a situation ship, I know there's someone else that is grinning ear to ear. Someone out there is just having the best time. The time of their life, drinking champagne, eating oysters. I mean, I, I think sucked. that's why it's so much more often men than women. And just to speak for myself personally, right. like I would not enjoy continuously sleeping with someone that I wasn't emotionally attracted to, like emotionally uh, tied to. Right. And so felt, I wouldn't be in that. Right. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, Sleeping with a guy who I was just not, who wanted to be serious with me. Like I wouldn't get anything out of that situation. Right. And honestly, if the other person saw it as a situationship, like in what world are you both going, oh, this person (laughs) (laughs) that won't just be more. Yeah. You know, one person's getting exactly what they want. Yeah. That's otherwise it's either a relationship or you're just having sex. Right. And then, you know, then they say, well, friends with benefits. This all has its... You know, situationships have their 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 expiration date. That's the thing. Hope you would hope some are some are like stick around for longer than others. I'm in a ten year situationship. That other person is saying I'm in a ten year. 
island vacation. I hate this. <laughs> I'm just, I hate that. It, <laughs> I don't agree with it. I'm just yeah. saying that the question was asked. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, good to know. Good morning for anyone who thinks that their situationship is also struggling. No, they're doing okay. They're doing okay. They're having okay. the time of their life. Right, Let's we, do one we more. We're going one. long here. Okay. We've been on two dates. Now he's vacationing for two weeks, but made plans with me for when he's back. Will it happen? <laughs> what Maybe. are you, a fucking eight magic right. eight ball? Right. <laughs> 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 Try again later. Chances are low. <laughs> I wrote maybe. And I think everyone, right. if you're in the beginning of dating, let's live in the land of maybe. That's a more fun place. That's a less hurtful place. Yeah. Maybe. You went on a great date. He went on vacation. Two weeks a long time. Two weeks a long time. A lot can happen. Yeah. You know, how about maybe you guys go on a second date and you don't like him? They went on, I mean, on a third but date. But I'm just saying, yeah. third date. Yeah. Just live in the land of maybe. I think that's a helpful thing because I, I right. need to do this more. Yeah. These are notes to myself. Maybe it does and maybe you don't like him. Maybe it doesn't, and it frees you up to meet someone new. Maybe you're not as interested after two weeks. Right. So let's live in maybe. We had one good date. Or two, two good, good dates. dates. Two good dates. Good. You yeah. did it. Fun. And it said, made plans for when he's back. If you don't, if you're not sure, ask when he gets back. Right. Still going We're still out? down? That's the best it way. Is. It's like, that's the, to me the most obvious, the most obvious answer is never the one anyone wants to do. Right. It's like, just like, how do I know if he's, if, if we're going to go out, like ask him. Also, maybe after, and you said the right thing, maybe after the vacation, you don't like him as much. You don't want to go on that third date. Like maybe that whole time you're like, this person went on a fucking vacation. We had two, like, it is okay to go. We want to get upset by someone's performance after two dates. It is okay to go, we went on two fucking dates. This guy goes on a two-week vacation. He didn't text once. Yeah. He didn't answer my text when I said, how was the vacation? Fuck him. Yeah. I don't like him as much anymore. You could not want to go when he gets back. Right. We solved dating again. We did it. We did it. Love a lightning round. Great episode to share with a friend. This is the one. They have, If they have any, if you know anyone dealing with any of these 10 questions, right. send them this episode. If they want to hear about birthdays and parties at golf courses too exactly they got a good chunk of 30 minutes in the front so. before we dive right in <laughs> dive right in anyway so. we'll be back on sunday thanks guys bye boom the you up podcast is produced by sean kilby maddie paul and jorge morales pico editing by jorge morales pico social media by maddie paul be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com thank you to our sponsor netflix bridgerton is back bringing us another scandalous and sexy season and dearest gentle readers you will not want to miss this chapter in season three longtime friends colin bridgerton and penelope featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation the wallflower is ready to bloom but she needs colin's help to find a marriage match will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love and will penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer lady whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love you shall have to watch and see watch part one of bridgerton now only on netflix Betches.